say look at how the time and here we go goes. for the next installment of tiffy tuesday hi hi how are you doing john i'm doing quite well i'm doing quite well i couldn't ask well i could ask but i probably wouldn't get it any better than i have it now I'm glad to hear that. And what what makes your life like that? What makes my life like this? Um, you know, I'm 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 you know. Okay, I'm I'm a country boy from Ohio, so when people ask, I tell. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, I'm tired. I'm worn out. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on, but it's all good stuff. So I'm enjoying the journey. It's wearing me out, and eventually I'm going to have to take a break. I'm going to have to cut some things off and put some things on hold. But I'm 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 enjoying the journey and fortunate for me, I have the most adoring and loving wife who not only does she support me uh, and, and back me, she lifts me. Yes, she, she does. carries, she carries more of this burden than I could ever expect her to. So yeah. salute to my lovely Snoopy. To salute to Snoopy because yeah. she is a fantastic woman. Even I fell in love with her the first day I met her. Isn't she just the sweetest thing? She is fantastic. I remember the first time I met her uh, was at your uh, very when you popped your cherry on stage. Yes, in a comedy. Quite and painless. Very little blood and painless. <laughs> <laughs> and so she, she of course being a supporting loving wife she was out in the audience and it was the first time i met her and you introduced me to her and me being the american i just went immediately in for the fucking awkward yes. hug <laughs> and she stuck her hand out she goes i don't do hugs and I loved her immediately. I was like, she, she's like no i got my fucking boundaries are right here i'll be your friend but don't do any of that touchy thing. I call yeah. it a lovable harshness that she has. You know, she'll say things like that, like, you know, and, and literally, yeah. literally put up her hand to stop you and say, I don't do hugs. But there's yeah. something lovable and endearing about that. It's it weird. Was. It wasn't, she wasn't like, um, no, she wasn't mean manhandling me or anything, no, but it was no. like a absolute respectful. Yeah. I don't do hugs. And I'm like, Roger that, but I'll do a handshake. I was, <laughs> with it. and then we started talking about ridiculous TV shows, you know, yes. um, the rest of the time. But you, yeah, guys hit it off. you guys hit it off. You guys hit it off right away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's great. And me personally, me, I'm, I gotta admit, I'm a little bit homesick today. I are you, are you? Oh, I am so bad because the sun is actually, it's very few days. I mean, you live here in Norway as I do. We're both American expats, you from Ohio, me from Florida, Florida. So (laughs) me from Florida, it's just so sunny outside right now. It's sunny. It's beautiful. There's, I can smell cut grass in the air. Oh, yes. Uh, The allergies are going fucking crazy. (laughs) You know, it's making me really, really homesick. And I live in, I won't tell what town, but I live in a a town by the sea, so I can smell a little bit of seawater in the air. I'm so homesick. So I've been sitting here at home because it's still Rona time. So I got my <laughs> got your Rona, got your Rona goggles on. I've been day drinking, you know. <laughs> I love it. Look at you. No, so I, 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 I know what you mean about the homesickness thing. I, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm constantly homesick. It never goes away. 
never right. goes away. It's just varying degrees of homesickness, but it's always there. And sometimes days like this, when the weather is especially good, and little mm. things like smelling cut grass, and, and it can be the simplest thing, and, and it just kicks that homesickness up a notch. It does. Yeah. And it does. And on and all that homesickness does also, because I've been here quite a while. I've been here like 13 years and that's, you know, I don't want to name my age, but it's been, I'll say like a majority of my adult life, I've been out here in Norway. And so all of these uh, Florida homesickness smells and sounds and tastes bring me back to my childhood or teenagehood or, you know, youth. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when I first fell in love. And that's actually precisely what I want to talk about today. Let's talk about love. Love. I want to talk about what makes the world go round for you, but more specifically, I want to talk about new love. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do new love. New love is is the Helen Keller of all the levels of love. You know what I mean? It's 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 deaf, blind, and dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just go in full heartedly, and you don't always think before you leap. I don't think anyone, they can try and play the hard ass, but I don't think anyone who is newly in love is thinking clearly. No. It's kind of a roll of the dice, isn't it? It is, but we, we want to like kind of delve into where the factors come from and, and why you're so fucking stupid when you're in love in the first phase of love. And what, are you really, really in love? Or is this the infatuation stage where um, Disney takes over and all these ridiculous lifetime or prince and princess um, Christmas movies, the Christmas prince movies and all that bullshit romantic movies where they say like stalking his love comes in play. <laughs> so how do you know, how did you know that Snoopy was the one for you? You know, that is so hard for me to put, and I'm constantly reflecting on our marriage and, 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 and I mean, I'm very there. I'm a feelings kind of guy. I'm not afraid to think on it or express it, but that, specific thing about when did I know that is so hard for me to put my finger on. I will tell you there was an abnormally strong attraction, not the first time we met because the first time we met, it was kind of like, okay, yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Oh yeah. She's got a nice butt. And then we both, <laughs> we both just kind of moved on. All right. But when it clicked and this is maybe a year and a half, two years after we met, when it clicked, I knew that there was something special there. I can't say that I knew I would marry her. I can't say that I knew we would be together forever, but I knew there was something special. Um, I, I, I had a very distinct recognition of a personality in her that matched with mine. Not that we were the same. In fact, we're almost polar opposites in everything. But, but those, those polar opposites, you know, if you think of magnets, the polar opposites are what stick together. I remember seeing that picture you posted on Facebook where you took the picture from your point of view and you were holding up a muffin with a oven mitt or some shit out the window and out of the window, we can see Snoopy changing <laughs> the chair on the car. And she's just this wee little thing. She can't yeah. be much bigger than me. And I'm just a wee little thing. So, and just to see the whole role reversal 
between you two, this bodybuilder in there picking muffins or whatever the hell you were doing. It's so yeah. cute. She's she's very much the outdoorsman, and I say outdoors man. <laughs> she's yeah. she's the kind of person who wants to be out swinging an axe or hammering some nails. Um, um, I have a lot of pictures when we were living up north, and the snow mm. would literally be up to the roof of our house, and she right. was the one that would get in a tractor and move the snow, while I literally very often would be inside baking muffins. <laughs> so so. Uh, you know, yeah. and, I, and I like being outdoors as well, but she is like a real Grizzly Adams. She's, those, she's a large Monson, the female large Monson in, in Norway. Yeah, and and she's um, so so in a lot of in, in a lot of aspects we are polar opposites, but it fits. We mesh together like puzzle pieces. Well, your 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 personalities do, and even the you have opposite personalities. Like you, you, you are yeah. a hugger and a high fiver and all that, but. Yeah. She's not. Yeah. You complement each other, and it's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it's and it's it's very beautiful. And 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 I'm I'm, I don't know if proud is the right word to say, uh, but I mm-hmm. I feel good about our relationship, and I think that you we feel have, secure in it. I'm sure, sure. Absolutely, I know she's there. Not that I take advantage of it, because yeah. she also knows that I'm there, and she is far from taking advantage of me. So it's it's it has to do with mutual respect. It has to do with a certain level of communication, mm-hmm. and then it has to do a lot with a lot of introspection. Um, Roger that. And and when you have that in place before a relationship, now there will always come a certain amount of surprises, and surprises don't have to be negative in a relationship. No, they don't. Uh, so there will always be a, a yeah, you know. So there's always a certain unknown factor. But when you right. have that introspection thing done, when you can look at yourself and gauge your own value, your own worth. And when you are mature enough to know what you want in a relationship, when you do come across that person, it's almost effortless. Things just work. See, now, John, everything you just described right there is the science of a very healthy, good relationship. One that's nurturing, one that's loving, one that you know that even if you fall, she's got you. And I've seen she's got muscles. She will pick your ass up. She's got you, you know, so she's got you. She's a super strong woman and and she will love you to the ends of the earth. But on the flip of that coin, when you think you have that love, when you think it's everything. Now, this is this is why this this shit comes up, because I'm in love, John. I'm very much in love. And I know it's the real love, kind of like you. I can talk to you about it because I can. We got great communication and all that. But one of the parts of being truly deeply in love is, is dealing with their neuroses, right? Yes. And, and no one had to deal with, with what, whatever's going on over there, you know? And so uh, my man has a, uh, he, he has a problem. He has an addiction. And he likes to watch his stories. His stories. Okay, man. stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, his, not his TV shows, his stories. Yes, yes. He's got his stories. I got to, when the stories come on, because this is the 90 day fiance. That's why all this shit's coming up right now, because I love my man hard enough to sit here through these marathons of this fucking TV show, which show every red flag that I've ever made. Okay. So this has been, this TV show has been a mirror, 
in like this is your life. Remember that TV show, This Is Your Life. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've been I've been going through this marathon of my my man's stories because this is always it's on pause right fucking now on the TV. Really, really. So we're gonna do this show. So so it's so it's it's stimulated you to a new level of that introspection I was talking. I like about. the word stimulated instead of the word I, the word I was going for was triggered. Okay. But, <laughs> <laughs> but stimulated. That's a nice word. So no, but yeah, it's, I've had a lot of introspection and because I know the love I have is real now, but is it because I've gone through all the wrong loves in the past and I know what I don't want anymore? So, but is that a I've bad thing? If thinking that's the case. about the red flags that I missed in all the other relationships, like right. why did it take me until I'm almost whatever age I am now? Not going to say the age, but whatever age I am now, uh, why it take me this long to find that love where I can be like like you and Snoopy? I mean, I've got that great love. We got we can talk about anything. There's no judgment. Yeah, we can talk about you know I got I got my neuroses. You know, like we all let's do. Be real. Well, we all do. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not gonna lie about any of that. We know Tappy, 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 Tappy. So uh, I got my neuroses, but he loves me. He loves me through and through. There's no doubt. I feel that security in our love where, you know, if he wants to go out on the boys and I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I got my thing and there's none of that jealousy drama. And it came up because I'm sitting here watching this crazy ass show, 90 Day Fiance. And I want to scream through the TV at these people going, why, why are you missing the red flag? So, I'm sure in your life, John, Snoopy couldn't have been your very first love, was she? No, because I am. Uh, I was married before, and right. um, so it was. It, it was a totally different um, attraction, you know. And mm. and I don't want to badmouth my my ex wife. Um, uh, I've never done that publicly, <laughs> mm. and I don't want to do it now. But I will say this: when I met her there was not that click. There was not that meshing together of personalities. There was not that sense of this is the right one. The fluidity is what I like to call it. Yeah, the fluidity you kind was, of like you, you kind of like blend quite yeah, well. You yeah. know, your humor is right on point. And that's not to say anything yeah. bad about her. You know, I was much younger then. So it has to do a lot with uh, my own mental maturity at the time. And experience, yes. Sure, well, sure. Because there's nobody, it's very rare that anybody marries the first person they ever love. I mean, it happens. It don't happens, but not there often. Is, but there not is happily ever after, but not as often as the fucking Disney you know, movies yeah. and yeah. Lifetime yeah. specials and all that crap yeah. they will portray. It doesn't yeah. happen, I think. That's what acquires to the sickness in these people on this TV show of the 90 Day Fiance. They have this fantasy that, you know, oh, I'm, I have found this Turkish prince, you know, and, and the whole reason why it caught my attention was because there was this, this one particular couple on there. And it was a young girl. She could have been more than 22 maybe. And she already had a daughter. And she fell in love with this Moroccan man. And so she wanted to go to Morocco to visit him, but she was like a toddler. She was, I don't eat vegetables and yeah. um, refused to wear, like, you know, that's, it's a Muslim country, you know. That's right, I don't yeah. country, you know, I'm an atheist. I'm a hardcore atheist, but I still respect, 
respect the culture. Yeah. She didn't wear any of the headdress or anything. She's walking yeah. around just cussing and just acting <laughs> fool. So, but she was so in love with this guy, but she didn't bother to research his culture to to behave in a way that would be fine for him or anything like that. So, what what makes you know that it's going to be a lifelong love versus this weird attract attraction and what are the red flags you should look for to know if it's real love or if it's not well for me there was the there was the meshing of our moral views mm. um that we saw right away we had a lot of the same interests and we thought we thought the same way about a lot of things about a lot of issues that right there is very, and i'm not saying you have to blindly agree with your spouse lover boyfriend girlfriend. but when you do <laughs> but when you do naturally agree on a few um important basic things basic moral issues right then that says a lot right there because you know even though you can change your mind on issues and so can your other uh uh so can your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend, you can change your mind later on down the road. But when you, uh, when you in the start of your relationship are finding out that you agree and you have the same moral views, that mm -hmm. right there will save you for a lot of conflict later on down the road. And it kind right. of erases it kind of erases that thing where you 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 know where you'll you'll be a person who says, "Well, he changed." Oh um, yes. You know, the, but when you agree, when you agree on certain things and you have the same view, you know, we used to talk about how we wanted to raise kids, you know, mm. 10, 10 years before we had kids. Right. Not 10 years, you know, five, six years before we had kids and right. we agreed on all that stuff. So a lot of the arguing about that, which is a big factor for yeah. married couples with, with children if you disagree on how they're going to be raised, you can pretty much kiss the marriage goodbye because no, you're, you're going to build a lot of resentment. So I yeah. think I knew she was the one very early. I can't say exactly when, but it was that process of getting to know her and finding out that our views on a lot of things matched. But I also found out on the issues where we disagreed, it was easy to disagree. In other words, we could talk sometimes heated discussion on certain things um and our relationship tolerated that yeah you know if something's not right and if something's not in place you'll find that out very quickly the first time you get into a heated discussion because mm. that heated discussion will very quickly turn into an argument which will then turn into conflict which will then turn into the downfall of your relationship absolutely so see i found i found out all of those things relatively early in our relationship and so you just, got really you got really lucky, and or you learn quickly, or you learn from your past mistakes. Well, but I did learn from my past mistakes. Again, I don't want to talk anything bad about my 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 first wife, but right. but obviously there were problems. Otherwise, we would still be together. So so of course you 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 pick up that knowledge along the way. You pick up knowledge right. from your mistakes. Right. And and that's and, okay. And I think it's okay. Red flags you 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 missed. And I I know some of the red flags that I remember missing in in the relationships that were crazy. And this is why I want people that are about ready to get into a new relationship or they're in that foggy Helen Keller step, you know, stage of the new love where they don't know what the, you know, fuck is upside down or inside out is that if you're in a relationship 
where you feel like you have to hide a part of it from your family. Thank you. If, if you have, if, if there's some reason why, like I see on this 90 day fiance, they invite, you know, Juan over to the United States to come stay with them. And they lie to their family and say, he's on a student visa instead of the K one visa, which means they have to get married within the 90 days. If there's a reason that you feel like you have to lie to your family about who they are, yeah, yeah, uh, anything about them, then it's probably not a good relationship to be in. Yeah. That, that's one red flag. I want people to take notes of these red flags. Another one that people need to look out for is love bombing. I've been noticing a lot of that on this TV show. And, and, and this Tell is, me what that is. I've heard that expression before, but I don't think I quite have a grasp on what that means, love bombing. What love bombing is, is that you meet a person and within a very, very short amount of time, I, I had a boyfriend do this to me. And this, this is all from my own past experience. So I'm kind of like pointing my finger when I'm giving these points out. But the love bombing is like within a very, very short period of time, they are telling you, you are just beautiful. You are everything to them. And if, you know, they just, just that's what it is, love bombing okay. every day. Okay. Selling you flowers and you're just gorgeous and making you feel like a prince or princess and putting you up on that goddamn pedestal. It's a long way to fall from that. And that's the whole point. I so understand. you want to look yeah. out if it goes too quickly, too fast. Pay very, very much attention to that because that's not healthy. Because that's yeah, there's a difference between creepy and intense. Intense it can be very good, but creepy is creepy. Right. And, and, I, and this is what I blame movies and Hollywood and TV on because like if you ever watch the Twilight series, yes. uh, uh, you know, uh, the little teeny buffer vampire or whatever. Like, most of that shit, if a dude actually did that shit to you, that's creepy. That's not romantic. No. Sitting there, all of a sudden you wake up, this motherfucker's in your room, been sitting in the walkthrough all night watching you sleep. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's not love. No, that's no. That's kind of long haul is that what that shit is. That's not, that's not love. Or following you around or smelling you all the time, very Biden-ish, you know. That's, that's not well, love. Snoopy, thinking about that, I think it has to do with maturity and experience with love. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Snoopy and I were in our early 30s. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I had been through, uh, you know, I was relatively newly uh, separated and divorced. And mm -hmm. Snoopy had been through her, you know, relationships, the ups and downs of that being single. Uh, so we kind of, our, our antennas were up, I guess. Right. For any foolishness. And yeah. I guess we had been through all of that. So, you know, talking about red flags, we, we kind of knew what those red flags would be. And when we didn't see that in each other, we just yeah. moved forward and we opened ourselves up to whatever the relationship could be. We didn't get in the way of it. Because no. if you've seen uh, too many ugly relationships, sometimes you might see a red flag where there isn't one. Right. And that's, that's also an issue that has, uh, that's a whole nother show about baggage. And, yes. and I just put a whole nother, I hate people who say a whole nother. I just said, excuse me, <laughs> a whole other, uh, it's, but that's a whole other episode because, uh, people with baggage, you know, that, that goes with a different, uh, sort of mental disorders and, and, and personality disorders. That's where personality disorders comes from. Yeah. And, but I, if, and, and to, to be fair, people who do make you commit too fast or um, the, the person that, like, I, I know you've probably dated this person. Somebody out there has dated this person where 
they talk about their exes and somehow all oh. oh, their exes are crazy. Yes, yes. They're the ones that are crazy. And I'm like, listen, Mofo, you are the common <laughs> denominator in all them goddamn stories. Yes. Like maybe they're not crazy. Maybe it's you. That is so, a definite. And, 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 then, and also the ones, oh, this one I learned the hard way to look out for. The one that has no close friends. You are it in their life. That's a sign. That's a sign That's that something's a sign. not right. That's a sign, John. So See, I, I guess, yeah. I guess I'm 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 when it comes to relationships and when it comes to love, I'm I'm experienced, I guess you could say. I've been married, mm. I've been with Snoopy for twenty years, married for nineteen. Mm. And before that I was married for seven years. So you're a commitment man. I'm a commitment. I mean, man. just because you've been married twice doesn't mean you didn't make a commitment. You made a commitment sometimes after seven years. I mean, exactly. And before, and, and before I married my first, my first wife, we were together for, I don't know, two, three, three years before that. So you could say for the last almost 30 years, right. I've been married or, or monogamous. Yeah. So, and, and that's a long time to, to if I can use the word, analyze the whole thing that has to do with yeah. love. Um, I've seen the ups and downs of love. I've seen what real love is. Um, I've seen, you know, I, I've seen that stuff. Right. Uh, and I've seen enough of it to know that what I have with Snoop, even though we're talking two marriages over a 30-year period. Right. Um uh, you know, within, especially within my first marriage, there was so much. And again, I don't want to, it takes two to have a bad marriage. Okay. Right. So I want, I want we to just, say we'll that. Just, we'll just call it, we'll call it, there was a lot of plot. Yes. There's a lot of plot to that but, but But within that relationship, that first marriage, there was a lot of uh, learning on, on my part, which oh, yeah. then led me to become mature enough emotionally uh, to, to appreciate what I saw in Snoopy and not get in the way of it. I love it when the story comes back full circle. I love it when one of her shows come back full circle. Yeah. That's what made it. it. It was experience on your part. And most importantly, it was your mistakes. Absolutely. Your mistakes that made you a better husband. Absolutely. Sure. But, yeah. but do you, do you believe in true love? Do you, do you believe? I do know. Huh? I don't. I don't believe in that whole fucking Hallmark. <laughs> like he's the one. No, but I do believe in in meeting somebody that, like you said, you have well, that you have fluidity with. There's like a. I, I don't get bored of Andrew. Not, no. not ever. We don't. We've never fought. I don't get sick of his neuroses. Actually, I appreciate his neuroses. Yeah. Yeah. He's got OCD, and that motherfucker can organize a cabinet. <laughs> there you go. Put you know what I mean? So, so his neuroses has nurtured my life, yeah. and well, mine probably hasn't nurtured his. But he's he's become more patient. He told me so. Maybe maybe I have my PTSD and my craziness and my tiffiness. You know, he's he's learned to to grasp onto that too, and he's way he's a super patient dude. So yes, I do yeah. believe that there's a true lover, there's a good fit, but I don't believe there's always just one. I'm sure, like if, if I agree, if, 
I agree. Yeah, yeah God if forbid you if someone in your life and you marry your high school high school sweetheart and they were the one for you, and then God forbid something happens to one, and yeah. then I, I can't say that you can't find love again. No, you can find love again yes. after yes. after a breakup, or of course. So I, I don't think there's just the one, and then you miss out. Yeah, and that's it. No, I think that's stupid. I I, I agree with you, and and uh, Snoopy is is truly my my soulmate, um, be- best friend. You know, if I have free time on the weekend and if I had a choice of hanging out with her or going out with the fellas, mm-hmm. I would I would hang out with Snoop if I had. I would Snoopy's cool. Isn't she, isn't she though? <laughs> no, so so and, and I'm not ashamed of that. And I think that's also a thing of of maturity because a lot of men won't admit that. Right. They think they're missing out on a certain amount of manliness if they're not out drinking with the fellas. And of course you can do that, but I don't think that should be done at the expense of your relationship, especially if you're married. I think, and this, and this ought to be written in law. The only time a man loses his manliness in any sort of relationship is if he and his wife are wearing matching sweaters. <laughs> that's it I, I i do not condone that in any way especially during christmas time that shit makes you want to barf well does it count if snoop walks around wearing my t-shirts no if you been as long as you're not wearing the exact same as long as i'm not wearing it okay. or you're wearing the t-shirt her size jesus christ that would be great to see <laughs> No, no, uh, no matching, uh, no matching t-shirts or sweaters here. None. Okay. Nope. I'd like to see that. You'd have your arms all the way up here trying to get this. She, she is such a tiny thing. She is now officially yeah. the smallest person in the house. Um, <gasps> our, our son, actually, when he was 11, oh. when he was 11, he was bigger than her. See, your crotch fruit is getting, look at your crotch fruit all fertilized and grown. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but love, love is uh, love is something that needs to be discussed more often. There's so many aspects to love. Uh, you know, we've been talking about the relationship. You know, the man, woman, or the or the the couples. Whether you're married, mm-hmm. whether it's man, man, woman, woman, man, woman, whatever. We're talking about that aspect of love, and that is a fascinating thing. But there's other aspects of love as well. I have uh, I have friends that I loved. I, t- I told a friend of mine, uh, Los Hoffreager, he's a music friend of mine. I told I him a couple you. days ago I love him. He called yeah. me up, I haven't talked to him in a while. Man, I love you, dude. You told him Norwegian you loved him? Huh? You told him Norwegian you loved him? Yes, I did. And I tell my Norwegian friends, I tell them, I don't care. I, I, I said it as recently as today that I, uh-huh. now the glass is going, you got to filter this with them glasses. I, I told, I, I, I stayed, I made this statement as recently as today that I am not uh-huh. interested in integrating myself here in Norway. I am what I am and it either fits or it doesn't. And I have told all of my close Norwegian friends mm-hmm. that I cannot let go or I can't dampen that rural Ohio friendliness thing in me. So when I I tell them, when I've said this to just about all my close friends, when I see you, I haven't seen you in a long time, and then I see you, you're going to get a hug from me. Yeah, but see, I tried doing that shit to your wife, and she's like, oh, well, well, she, she's, you know, but she's got those Popeye forearms from Sweet Hammers and stuff, so she was able to get that. I am what I am, and I told I am. That's what she said. So she was able to get that stiff arm. <laughs> no, so there's so there's other aspects of love that I'm very much in in touch with. You know, uh, I have a different kind of love for my children. Um, oh yeah, uh, there's different the different that because because 
you know, my son has a different baby daddy than the man I'm with, you know, uh, there was a split there. So, of course, whenever I got a new boyfriend and then the new boyfriend was coming around a little bit, it, there was a little bit of jealousy there. Sure, sure. So I had to tell him that there's a different, there's a different compartment for the love. Yeah. And so I can be full and spouting over with love for you. It doesn't take away from his love. That is or so good that you that. talk about that because uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, a lot of parents don't talk about that with their children and yeah. the issue, that jealousy issue just builds and builds and then it turns into an insecurity. Thing Especially in between child. siblings too. I mean, sometimes you can have that sibling rivalry because, you know, dad likes you best and yeah. or whatever, you yeah. know, but dad should have the love equally for all the children or despise them equally or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm definitely not afraid of, of talking about love. You know, I, I love my Snoopy dearly. Uh, I don't know when it started, but it just happened. And I think the, 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 to sum it up, the reason that it happened is because I was, um, I had my eyes open and I was aware enough and I was mature enough emotionally to not get in the way of the relationship developing into love. Right. Yeah. And that's very important. I think it's so. important to have insight. I think so. Yeah. I'm not like a Jedi master, that kind of insight, but I am a very reflective man. I, I, I'm a deep thinker. I am. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's, I've been following you on the show. I'm a big fan. Hey, <laughs> fan girl. Yeah. Well, I uh, I hope people enjoy this uh, Tiffy Tuesday series. It's it's a lot of fun. It's a uh, I like hearing you express yourself. I I like you know for those of you who are listening, uh, Tiffy comes up with the subject matter on this, and then we just riff on it. Yeah, so uh, this is this is the inner workings of Tiffy's mind. Uh, after a few, I've been chumbo woman in it. That's why I had a whiskey drink and then a <laughs> day drinking. A lot of drink and then a lot of drink. And now, now are you are you are you rural Florida or are you? No, well, no, I'm actually from Cocoa Beach. Uh, I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm afraid I'm a beach girl. I'm a surf bum. Okay, because I'm so unfamiliar with Florida. Now, Cocoa Beach is that Gulf Coast or Atlantic? Coast? That that is the Space Coast, is what they call it. Okay. And that's on the East Coast, and that is like 45 minutes straight away from east of Orlando. Okay. So if you're Mickey Mouse, you just go straight east until you hit the fucking I water. Hate, I hate that mouse. He owes me a lot of money. Oh, I know he owes me more money than Vegas does, man. You know, and just to close this off, I want to share a Norm McDonald joke with you guys uh, about about Mickey Mouse. He said uh, he had his son with him. I think he said his son was, his name was Dylan. He was like four or five years old. Took his son, just him and his son to, to Disney World. Disney World, Disneyland. Disney World is in Disney World is in Florida. Don't fuck that up in Florida. (laughs) Disney World. Disney World in Florida. And, um, you know, and Mickey Mouse has them stupid hands with those fingers. He's only got four fingers. So he was (laughs) holding Dylan to, uh, you know, to to, to get a picture taken. And he dropped Dylan by accident. He didn't hurt him, but it was enough to to scare Dylan. And he starts crying, right? And everybody was all concerned. You know, oh, this poor kid, is he okay? Are you okay? And the whole time, that doggone mouse was just smiling the whole time. <laughs> Isn't that creepy as fuck? My, my, first experience, my first experience at Chuck E. Cheese, I remember, I got a picture of that, and I can share that shit with you later. Maybe you can post it on the website. But it was, I was, it was at my fourth birthday party, and my mom made me wear 
this god awful <laughs> sailor dress with a fucking red tie, and I look like a little sailor. And I'm meeting Chuck E. Cheese's six foot fucking mouse for the first time, or rat, or whatever the hell it is. And Let's you can see face. I am terrified. Why do they have that ridiculous expression on their face that has well, nothing to do with the situation that is going on right in front of them? Now that now, now that Norm McDonald joke again. That's not my joke. That's Norm McDonald, and the way he what? presented it was hilarious. He has that sarcastic sound and voice, and and just and, and I, I tell that joke because I hate Mickey Mouse as much as Norm McDonald does. We, <laughs> we went we went to Orlando, and and um, I don't think I got my money's worth. I'm just gonna no. say it. I'm just gonna say it. You didn't you didn't you no. didn't shit your pants, did you, John? You didn't get scared? <laughs> oh, you know what? What was that ride? Uh the Magic Mountain? That thing is pretty doggone violent. That that roller coaster that goes through there? Yeah. Seriously. I think it was the best roller coaster there. That was my favorite. But it was it did it did I can I'll be honest with you, it tested out my bra quite well. <laughs> it was like quite shaky at some points going oh, up the rocks man. and stuff. So that did sort uh yeah. So this was our uh, this was our latest installment of Tiffy Tuesday. I had a good time. You know, the, the episode is going to be over shortly, but I'm going to keep thinking about that whole topic about love. What makes it real? What uh, makes it really real? I mean, besides this ninety day fiance fake, we have to get married in order for me to move in together and let's have a baby on accident kind of thing. Do you tell yeah. your man? Do you tell your man you love him? I do every day. I don't. You know, well, but nope. she with the handshake. She's good. No, but I, 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 I have, uh, I have made a conscious decision years ago. I'm talking like mm. very early in our relationship. I'm not going to say it. I'm going to show it daily. Well, see, that's, daily. That, that's a different show too, John. Love languages. Love languages. There are several different love languages. Some people buy people presents. Some people have yeah. to say the words. I know my Andrew, he, he's a doer. He he does something for me. He, if he wants to tell me he loves me, he vacuums the floor or comes over yeah. and fixes a shelf or something. That's the way he tells me. Well, and each couple has their own love language. Each couple has right. their own thing. You know, I never say I love you, Snoopy, but I show her every day so there's no doubt. Right. Speaking she, of which, you hear that beeping in the background? I don't yeah. know what you know that, but that's the dishwasher going off. My, oh, my man set that up and he, he washed it and now he's sorting I it out. I just heard him, so. yeah. That's the love language. That we <laughs> That's the love language. Yeah. No, I, I, I make Snoopy laugh at least once every day. Consciously, I go for that. I want her to laugh because of me at least once every day. So there's little things. There's little things that I do like that. That have, that, and that's part of our love language. That's how we express our love. Now she'll tell yeah. me she loves me, but that's her thing. That's her way of yeah. She'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. She'll stiff arm you, but she'll tell me that she loves me. Yeah. <laughs> she goes for the fucking face neck like she's in the Cowboys. She's out for it. Well, John, it's been great talking to you about this topic, and, and we need more love in this world. So that's that's another reason why this, this topic came up. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's a great thing to talk about, a great thing to have a little bit of introspection of why am I with the person I'm with? Is it real love? Uh, do I have any red flags that I've missed? Or... You know, or is it just silly neuroses that actually might better my life in the future? Like, my man's got the OCD that can organize everything. Oh, my God. You should see my silverware door. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So there's, there's, there's good neuroses and bad neuroses. And just keep, keep your head on a swivel. And don't let love make you deaf, blind, and dumb. And yes. make you do stupid things like have random people from Thailand. That's a big nod to the Donald Trump. Thank you, yes. Thailand, yeah. uh, you know, that, or whatever country, 
um, you know, just they swindle you or anything. Yes. Just keep your head on flow. But love can be a beautiful thing. Don't give up on love. If it's love isn't supposed to hurt. Your lap, it can, you can clean yourself off with the hose and try again. And, and love, can, love is not supposed to hurt over a long period of time never. either. It can be painful yeah. at times. It can be a struggle at times, but it's not supposed to hurt forever. And it's also not supposed to make you feel like you're actually going crazy. Thank you. Mm. Well, this has been uh, the newest installment of Tiffy Tuesday. And I just want to say thanks. I, I absolutely adore you. I'm so glad we're doing this. Thank you for sharing your thoughts with my listeners. Love talking to you, John. Likewise. Bye. All right, everybody. That was Tiffy Tuesday. And this has been the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. Bye, everybody. I'm coming home. Yes, I am. Yes, I'm coming home. I'm coming home.